When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Smart Talk series, a Henry George School of Social Science podcast. The Smart Talk series is a weekly podcast with an array of discussions held with academics, policymakers, practitioners, and other professionals to explore new ideas and theories within the economics field. Today, our discussion comes from our most recent annual conference, Why is Housing So Unaffordable? Causes and Solutions. These next four episodes will conclude our annual conference content. We hope you enjoyed it, and we're looking forward to seeing you at next year's conference. For our program today, we were joined by Mr. Tom Rossman. Mr. Rossman is a financier and investor who specializes in developing nations and emerging markets. After the fall of the Soviet Union, Mr. Rossman helped establish investment institutions in Turkey, the former Soviet Union, and Northern Africa. Throughout his career, Tom has helped developing nations democratize and sustainably develop to bring new opportunities to these regions. He has spoken at conferences across the world from Baku to London to even Houston. He received his bachelor's degree in history and religious studies from Nyack College and earned his master's from Tufts in international relations. Currently, he is an advisor to the Tolosa Community Foundation, a group hoping to build a futuristic from-scratch city that will revolutionize urban living. Together, we discussed how we can design cities to be more inclusive and sustainable if we are in a second Gilded Age, and I think we might be, and why a sense of community has been missing from neighborhoods for the past few decades. I'm sure you're not the only one who's been feeling this way. We hope you enjoyed this talk, and please make sure to check back on our page every week for a brand new episode. So I'm going to talk about some things that are maybe a little bit outside of what you've heard already, and I think, but I think are extremely important to the housing, uh, to the housing conversation that's been going on. A lot of great material that I've heard so far. Very impressive people. So, you know, thank you, Ibrahima and the Henry George School for putting this together. It's uh, quite been quite impressive. But and what I really want to talk about is kind of the underlying core issue behind the housing problem, which is. The, the lack, the complete lack of community that has been uh, continuing to degrade over the past 50 years. And I don't know how many of you um, are, are familiar with uh, Professor Putnam's work from Harvard, but he talks quite extensively about the fact that in very empirically demonstrable ways, community has declined uh, remarkably over the past 50 years. And beginning with the 1970s, which was, was termed the me decade, and then continuing on through, of course, the greed is good of the 1980s and, and the continuation of these neoliberal economic policies, et cetera. So we, one of the things, you know, as, as a senior advisor to, to the Tolosa Community Foundation, we're very focused on building community and building that, that, that sort of associative mindset where people feel that everyone's in this together. And I think if you look at the historical patterns in the last 125 years, you'll find that the periods of time in the U.S. where we had a mentality of uh, we're all in this together 
there was a very different approach to government and a very different outcome in terms of economic growth and what we were able to accomplish as, as a nation. And so let, let me just read a little poem uh, for you from, from, uh, from John Donne. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never set, send to know for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. So, so the, the point that I'm trying to make is that basically the, the reason that we don't have the right housing policies is that we have, as the great Henry George pointed out over 140 years ago, we don't have a mentality of, of, of community. We, we, there are people that we exclude there are neighborhoods that are chronically underinvested. Of course, if there's a, a pothole on the Upper East Side, it gets repaired within hours. You know, in other parts of the city, you, you'll see you know potholes and, and and giant gaping roads all over the place. And so, we have taken this approach in Losa, for example, as as I'm going to talk about our approach to to housing. The first thing that we're going to do is basically because we have the advantage of, of being able to design it in a very inclusive way, we're going to build both ethnic and racial and, and income uh, diversity within the individual communities. So individual buildings, uh, there's a lot of precedent for this. There's a number of buildings in, in New York that are built with affordable housing inside more luxury condo type of uh, uh, buildings. And then you also have uh, neighborhoods, of course, and studies show repeatedly that when you have a mixture of income and, and ethnicities and racial diversity within neighborhoods, not only do all neighborhoods get treated the same by the city government, but they also they also uh, foster a sense of community and a sense of togetherness. And our, of course, one of our major themes is is uh, is that we're all in this together and no one is left behind. So we feel it's very important and, and to take not just an approach of the structural efficiencies of, of diverse neighborhoods and, and mixed income buildings and neighborhoods, but also to really build that communitarian sense so that people have a shared understanding of my my neighbors, my neighbor's well-being is my well-being as well. And if you look at the the period in, in our own history, in American history, where we had the most success, the most economic growth uh, was a time when the middle class was expanding and strong and prosperity was being widely shared. And as soon as we lost that com uh, communitarian mentality and that, that sense of community and that we're all in this together, um, income and wealth inequality started to diverge. And in fact, right now we're at levels that even surpass the Gilded Age. And so I think the, 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 the environment that we confront today is very much the same type of environment that Henry George uh, Henry George pointed out in in the late 19th century, and I think many of the many of the the policies and the programs that the progressive era embraced were policies and programs that we have to embrace as well. And the first thing that we have to do in order to to bring that about is to communicate an understanding that there are people who are being left behind, and there are people who are not being treated fairly in terms of housing, in terms of, of income and, and, and job opportunities. So repairing that, and, and just as Henry George did, he, he sort of pricked the conscience of, of the people of the 1780s and 1790s, 
and was able to provide a foundation for the progressive movement. Uh, today, in the in this second Gilded Age, I think we have an opportunity to to uh, prick the conscience and also to uh, inspire people to embrace policies that will correct a lot of things, but housing, of course, being one of the major ones. Because you know, when we started doing the the research for uh, Tolosa and looked at the cities that were successful around the world, there were four qualities that were important: education, healthcare jobs and retraining and housing. And certain cities, I know one of the speakers earlier mentioned Singapore. You know, Singapore, one of the first things that they did was they tore down their dilapidated uh, housing, workforce housing, and built uh, brand new structures. And so even today, if you're, if you're, a, a, um, you're in the low income level in Singapore, you have good, clean, safe housing. And I think that is so essential to the building block of a city. And, and that type of security and safety is also uh, very important for any nation. So that's all I have, but I'm happy to answer any questions that people have uh, in the, the Q&A session about what we're doing with Tolosa and, and how housing is, is one of our four building blocks of prosperity and how essential that is to, uh, to the success and vibrancy of any city or any community. And that's it for this week's episode of Smart Talk. Thank you for listening, and we hope it made you think. If you'd like to learn more about our research, check out hgsss.org. That's hgsss.org. If you'd like to listen to our content as soon as it's published, subscribe to our show. If you like our show, please leave us a rating, review, or even share with a friend. It goes a long way. Thanks again for listening, and see you next week.